Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yeah, what's up? Make sure you follow me, Kevin, on Shine Kevo. And make sure you follow my music page, Vice City underscore Kevo on Instagram. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. With a little less than a week, a little more than a week left in the regular season for baseball, we thought about uh, why not make a, a episode about it. Seemed like the perfect time. So um, the Braves clinched the NL East last night. For the second year in a row. Um, yes, sir. The first I personally time feel back, like back. going to the playoffs, we have a lot better. Our team is set up a lot better this year for a playoff run. We'll have a number two seed going into the playoffs. Uh, most likely, we're going to end up in the number two seed. Um, we're going to probably uh, miss the Dodgers in the first round, and that goes a long way. I'd much rather go to L.A. in late October then have to go somewhere like Chicago or anywhere in the Midwest, really, in late October. Because that weather is definitely a difference. But how y'all feel about this um, postseason coming up? Um, yeah, I feel like it's really just going to be the Braves and the Dodgers to lose in the NL. Yeah, I don't really see the Cardinals competing in the first round. I if they see, make it. I mean, be. I don't see them losing to the Cubs these, this last week. The Cubs haven't really looked good at all this season. Yeah. Especially at the end of the season when it matters the most. Right. Um, the Cubs have I mean the Cardinals have looked good but I don't <clears throat> I don't think they have enough really. They don't have the bats and their rotation is kind of older. They have a pretty good relief core but you gotta get them to that point for that to make a difference. Um, I feel like the Nationals are a lot better than some people expected, seeing as how they lost Bryce Harper this year. But I don't see them having – I don't see them having the pitching, really, to yeah, be both, competitive. Their, their and, starters can't go seven. It's over with. Yeah, definitely. And their bullpen has been struggling lately. That was really all they had, and that's not working right now. Um, I feel like if the Mets can sneak in and get in there, I think they would cause the most trouble just because they have DeGrom, Marcus Stroman, um, Zach Wheeler. They have the pitching, but... I don't feel like their offense is really that great. Ex- exactly. Their, their, offense, <laughs> their offense has always been hurt, so they, they really can't... It's been Pete Alonzo or bust. And he has 50 home runs on the season, so that's something for a rookie. That is crazy. I I don't. I can't. The last I don't. I wasn't really paying attention when Andrew Jones hit 50 home runs. That would be the last significant 50 home run team that I would. I mean, person that I would have seen. I I this being from somebody so young that that's really impressive to me. And he's really been their whole offense the whole season. So, um, I feel like 
the Mets have the best chance at the end of the season, but they play the Braves those last three games of the season. And like they were saying last night, they've when they've been getting on a run all season, they've run into the Braves right when they needed right when they didn't need to and then get swept or lose two out of three. And that'll really set them back. So I I can see that happening again and them missing the playoffs. But other than that, really, I just, like I said, I just see it being the Braves and the Dodgers in the yeah, NLCS. And they played everybody uh, well in the Central this year. So. Right. Like, I, without Yelich, he, without Yelich getting, when he got hurt, I felt like that solidified them not being good enough to make it to the NLCS again. Because I feel like they didn't really deserve to be there last year. They just, since they were the number one seed, they got an easier road there. And I feel like like if we would have played them last year, we probably would have beat them. So. Um, Well, this year in baseball, it's been kind of like the forerunners of like the Braves and the Dodgers. They kind of stood out from everybody else this year. They separated themselves from the pack. And it's really just... Since the beginning of the season, everybody's been thinking that whether it's the Braves or the Dodgers, that's really happy. Um, I don't count the Brewers out. I give the Brewers the best chance to upset either one of the Braves or the the Dodgers. Um, I don't really give anybody else in in that um, division or that league a chance to actually make it to the World Series. Um, I'm actually going to go against the grain and say that Atlanta is my favorite to make it to the World Series in that and um, that's saying a lot because I doubted the Braves a lot. And they've proven me wrong many, many occasions in the past two years. And they have some hitters on their squad. Like, Roy is actually the real deal. And um, Wait, 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 wait a minute. Roy is not for everybody to be saying. You call him Ronald Acuna Jr. Roy. No. Is the Ronald real deal. Acuna Jr. for you. Ronald Acuna Jr. is the real deal, a.k.a. Roy. I'm not a Braves fan. I guess they have that nickname for no him. No cap. You know. I came, well, I didn't come up with it, but I started calling him Roy, and it came, everybody started catching on. And it's fitting. And I last get year, call, he was the I rookie get of the year. who gets to call him Roy. Yes. Yep. Roy actually won the Roy last year, which yep. is crazy. <laughs> but um, everybody's so hyped on the Dodgers, believing that this is the Dodgers' year. I'm not a fan of Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs. Jordan said he made it to the World Series, so he got over the playoff humps. Now is the World Series. He made, it twice. Get, he made it twice to the World Series. More his team made it with lackluster performances by him. And hold on, um, he and did have time out. Time out. I didn't say he made it over the World Series hump. I said he made it over the NLCS. I said hump. he got it. I said Jordan has said he have to make it over the World Series hump. Now. Oh, I thought you said, I said he made it over the playoff hump. You said oh, he yeah. have to make it over the World okay. Series hump. Yeah, but to me. Sure playoffs regardless if you get Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs and he played the right team his palms would get sweaty and that fastball that looks so nasty in the regular season would turn into a flat line um sort of like a Peyton Manning in the playoffs in a football version um do I feel like the Dodgers probably have the best shot because of the experience and the age they have upon the Braves yes the Braves haven't won a playoff series since 2001 
that this came to my knowledge, and I'm gonna hold that against them. I was, I was just gonna say, don't act yeah. like you didn't that, find that out that, yesterday. That just came. That just came. That just came to my knowledge. Well, that man found that out when and found, has been holding yes, on I've, to that fact. I, I'm not letting that go because all of the, all of this talk about the Braves and they haven't won a playoff series since 2001. That is mind blowing. Figuring that they made the playoffs several times during that time during his tenure. So that means they can't get out the first round on their wild card. But, you know, that could be coaching, you know. And um, infield fly rules. You know, infield fly rules, teams they play. You know, the Giants had a lot to say during these recent years and stuff. Not so, not now and not last year. But, you know, the Giants, Cardinals kind of been running this league for the most part for the recent history. So I won't hold that against the Braves too much. But now they have the talent. And if you want to use an excuse saying their youth is the reason that they haven't overcome the hump yet, okay, I could give it to them. But this year, I have high expectations for them. Even if they don't make it to the World Series this year, I feel like next year would be the year for them. No no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, next year has to be the year for them. Um, they have all of these young players locked up on contracts. They did it pretty much quickly at the, at the beginning of the season, locking down Roy and um, Ozzy. Uh, making sure that their team is solidified. Brian McCain, he left our Yankees and came back to the to the Braves. But you know, I'm happy for him because he's been in the league for a long time and he's just been searching for the opportunity to possibly make it to a World Series. And I think he, this year is probably his his time. Um, so, with that being said, the only team that I see bent beating the Dodgers and the Braves are the Brewers if they can get healthy completely and get the sticks rolling back to what they had accustomed to. But I'm going to go with the Braves. Um, Also, my Yankees have clinched their division for the first time since 2012. It's been a long time coming. And actually, this year was actually surprising for me, figuring that we had so many injuries to marquee players. Um, A lot of unknown players came and did what they had to do for the Yankees, kept the ship afloat, didn't lose sight of the goal, and actually made a name for themselves during this time. And actually fighting the starters now for their positions. Um, I'm proud of I'm, I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of the pinstripes for actually maintaining and uh, winning the division for the first time in a long time. It's been it's been hard to you know talk about the Yankees when you know they they don't really have a chance to win anything or you know that they're gonna somehow slip up to the Red Sox. And when you slip up to the Red Sox as a Yankees fan, that is. That is a no-no. That's like Alabama losing to LSU, you know. That's that's the Mets-Yankees type rivalry up there. Red Sox and Yankees is better than the Mets-Yankees. So, for New us York, to... Boston is good in any sport, though. <laughs> yeah. So, for us to see the Red Sox win a couple of World Series in recent time and us not even scratch the playoffs or get in the playoffs and lose in the first round, you know, with so much talent on our team... It's it's kind of disappointing, but right now I like the I like the squad that we have. We got our starters back in the right time, heading into October. Um, we have our starters. We have the the players that came in, our role players that came in and um, handled business. I feel only team that's in our way right now is the Houston Astros. And for pretty much the past four years, the Houston Astros was the only team that had a shot to make it to the World Series. Um, I give the Twins a little bit of a shot because of their their sticks. They probably have the best lineup in baseball. They hit the most home runs in history pretty much a whole two months ago. 
before the season even got to an end, they had reached that mark. They have a lot of heavy hitters on their team, and they've been hitting well the whole season. So if they get the right matchups and the right game against Houston or the Yankees, I feel like they can go on a tear because Houston pitching is dominant, but I feel like the Twins defense, I mean, Twins offense can run with their pitching. Our pitching isn't the best, but it's solid enough. As long as our bats can help our pitching out and our starters can get into the late end of games, we would definitely have a shot. I I am going to go with Yankees, Braves in the World Series and say we win in six. Um, that's just because of experience over youth. Um, but yeah, this play, this baseball season pretty much been clear from the jump. The teams that's going to make the playoffs and the teams that actually have a shot. And it's pretty much been the same four or five teams that's from the jump, from spring training all the way to now, that's been the leaders of the pack. Um, and that's how I see, view this season. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Braves, Astros. Because when I saw when the Dodgers came to Atlanta, I think that was beginning of August. Um, after that series, I feel like uh, the Braves can play with anybody. So I feel like we should be able to win we we uh, made it to the playoffs last year with a lot of you so we got the playoff experience at this this year we got to be able to put it all together we're getting all our players healthy right at the right time um everybody's coming back looking good from the injured list so it should be i feel like this is our year to get on get hot right at the beginning of the playoffs and uh, make a run and um I just feel like pitching uh, Houston's pitching staff is going to be too tough for anybody. That trade at, for Grinky right at the trade deadline, um, I think that's going to be going to turn out to be a great move. Um, they still got Verlander, um, so I know pitching matters, and I know pitching is a big part of baseball. But at this time, I feel like if you have a, a strong batting lineup, that will outdo pitching at this moment. I don't know. Like, I, do. I I I feel that way. And, and a Houston, Houston, I don't want to call none of their players washed because obviously Justin Verlander just threw a no-hitter not too long ago. But I do feel like they're kind of older pitching-wise. I just think pitching, um, a pitcher is literally the one sport that you can, I mean the one position you can take over and dominate uh, a game by yourself. You really don't need anybody else. Even though Houston the number one, one seed, mm-hmm. I don't think they would dominate pitching-wise. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the team that they're going to come across hitting is just way too good. It's just way too good right now. And the way these teams are hitting, it doesn't matter who's up there pitching. You know, mm-hmm. unless you got Justin Verlander pitching nine straight innings for two straight games. You do have. That. The baseball is our juice. So. <laughs> so, you know, unless you have a Justin Verlander one through five going straight, eight innings consistently, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. And I don't see none of these. I don't see their pitching, like, leading them deep into games. I feel like these teams done seen them enough. They done been in the playoffs enough. Scouting been done enough that they know what these pitchers are capable of. They know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. They know the spots to put them in. And Houston done had their turn. It's the Yankees' turn. We haven't won a World Series since 2009. It is in the script for us to go to this World Series and not only play in the World Series, but play against Atlanta. 
Now imagine this podcast if Yankees and Braves make it to the World Series. Y'all would have the litest oh, yeah, podcast we would of all time. We would definitely be live from the game. <laughs> yes, this like is all three of us yeah, would definitely is, have to go. This is gonna be a monumental together. Moment. Yes. But two two individuals gonna be heartbroken and one individual is gonna be ecstatic. Because we're winning. But I mean, for me, I just feel like the Yes, I understand what you're saying about hitting because y'all do have a lot of heavy hitters on y'all's team but i just feel like the astros have proven that they're built for the playoffs multiple years in a row and they almost beat the um red sox last year like basically last year that series was the World Series. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't understand and how the Houston Astros lost that one, but Red Sox did. Yeah, they really, sh- they really should have won that series. So that's based off that series, watching them earlier in the year, and then I had them before the Zach Greinke trade, but that trade made perfect sense and perfect timing for them, and that was just but exactly what they needed. Zach Greinke isn't. Cy Young, Zach Grinky, yeah. Zach Grinky is another side. He's not take over a series, Zach Grinky, but he can get you six, seven innings and, and get you really a win you in the play. playoffs. I I'm not as big. I mean I used to be I'm I'm a fan of Zach Grinky. I love this time. Um early in his career, but now at this point in his career, past his prime, he's still solid. But I don't think he's the answer for Houston. But um, and I don't think he's gonna. I mean, be, he doesn't have to be the answer. He I don't, just has to be one of the solutions. I don't believe he will make that much of a difference from Houston. I don't believe he will make that big of an impact for Houston. But I mean, for for me, I just feel like um, he didn't. I feel like um, Zach Greinke was good enough in Houston. I mean, in Arizona, and that's why they wanted to trade him because they knew he was good and he was worth a lot of value. Yeah, by no means, by no means, for all my listeners, am I calling Zach Grinky trash? Zach Grinky was my starting pitcher for MLB the show for like the past five, six years. Him <laughs> and Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, like my lineup was vicious with them three in it. But I'm just saying, right now, it's like it's like adding a Trevor Ariza to your team. Like he's gonna make some type of impact but he's not gonna make enough that's gonna really decide a series he might come in and get you a solid innings and everything but i feel like I mean, but he just has to win one game one and i can give him one game it just depends on the sticks of the team that they're playing whether it's the twins or whether it's the yankees but i still feel like they also still have the surrounding pieces around them not to mention their batting order. They have still Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, who did just throw a no-hitter. Yeah. And, and Garrett Cole, Cole who very, also very almost threw a no-hitter. I think he went into the eighth inning mm-hmm. like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So I feel like for those reasons, they're they're built for the playoffs better than the, um, than the Yankees. As you mentioned, they have had a lot of injuries, including their starting pitching. So I feel like that... They haven't had... It's basically they're going to have to get back into the rhythm these next couple of weeks, and I feel like it won't be enough time. 
I think we I think we good on that because we don't we don't have to rush our starters back into the process due to the fact that the role players in our bench has been fulfilling that role already. They have already been in the groove. Yeah, they, but, are, they have already been in the mix. Like I don't feel like we would interfere with that. Like I know Stanton has to find his groove again. Judge have to find his groove again. But I don't think it's something we have to force them into. It's not like we have to force them into the starting rotation. We don't have to force them into playing because anybody with a team mindset or anybody with a non-ego or selfish attitude understands that our team has been playing without us. They are, they're on a roll. All we have to do is get in where we fit in. We don't have to demand a start. We're going to get in and hit. We're going to get our bats in. As long as our teammates continue to play as we play, as they have been playing, all we have to do is come in and fill the void. And all we have to do, judge and stand, all they have to do is come in and hit. We're not asking them to come back in and win gold gloves. We're not asking them to come back in and do anything special or to live up to the contracts that they have. All we're asking them to do is come in and be solid and fit in where they fit in. And then maybe next year, when they're healthy, we can run the tables again as a healthy squad. But right now, we have to do this together. And I, I think we have, we've been doing that so far. And it hasn't threw us off ship. So I don't think it will affect us in the playoffs. Yeah. I, and then I especially don't. playing in New York, knowing that I think we have so much momentum going on. We have we have so much going in our favor right now. We have the Yankees tradition with us. We have the fan base. We have the home field advantage. We have we have everything going for us right now that a lot of teams don't have. The only pro the only team that probably have that momentum right now is probably the Houston Astros because they have a lot of experience right now they've been to a world series they won a world series they lost they lost heartbreaking playoff series like they have people who've been there done that so the only team that I can see can go toe 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 for toe with us with everything talent momentum right now is the Astros and then maybe when we get to the world series if we play the Dodgers we thrashing them uh we thrashing the Dodgers now if we play the Braves I feel we'll probably have a more competitive series due to the fact that they have just so much talent. And they do have a lot of experience with McCann, with Freeman. They, they have players that's been in the league for a long time. Josh that's Donaldson been, won the MVP a few years ago. Josh Donaldson won the MVP a few years ago. You're right. So they have people who have experience on their team. So when it gets to those tight moments in October, the Braves probably will have a lot more to say than the Dodgers. Me... You know, we, we the turn for the past few weeks have been recent history. <laughs> recent history shows the Dodgers have failed to make any impact in the playoffs. Yep. And their best player fails to have any impact in the playoffs. Yes, they've been to a couple of World Series. I don't believe they won one, though. And with that being said, the National League is the weaker division. Like, I think um, this year the National League does have the best chance to win the World Series. But I still feel like the National League has a weaker division. It shows by the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, me personally, I want the, if um, the best matchup for me in the World Series would probably be the, uh, Houston, the Braves in Houston, because um, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to have to go up to New York in late October, early November and play in uh, New York winners. See, no. that's, that's what I'm saying. We have everything going for us. Exactly. But... I feel the better, even though that is true, I believe the best matchup for the Braves will be the Yankees because if they play the Astros, it might be a sweep. Agreed. It might, 
it might well might as well be a sweep because they the, the Houston Astros would salivate at the fact that they're playing a young young team in the World Series and they don't have to go extend themselves to the fullest like they did before with in the previous playoff series and play, play previous World Series because they know they have already been there done that and this is the first time the Braves well for one let me go back to what I just re- learned for one, it'll be their first time since 2001 winning the playoff series to even get to the World Series. I think. Two, it'll be their first time, you know, even sniffing anything successful in postseason play in a very long time since 96. So, 96, we was, me and Jordan was just born, and you probably was like three. Right. So, it's been a very long time. I think, um, I think we can still win at home only because it would be so many pictures that we haven't, I mean, that uh, Houston hasn't seen yet. It, that would be the one reason I feel like we could steal a game. But that means it'd be a gentleman's sweep. It'd be, hey man, it'd be a five a, game. A World Series win is a World Series But win. would you rather have a, would you rather have, would you rather your team work so hard to get to the World Series to lose in five, or work so hard for your team to work, make it to the World Series where they have a chance to actually win it, because they can beat the Yankees. I'm giving y'all, the, I'm just saying y'all can beat the Yankees. Do I feel y'all would beat the Yankees? No, I feel like y'all would lose in six. Well, maybe because we have a better record than y'all. So, I believe our game will be the number one seed in that. So, y'all will either make it to six where y'all can have a chance to push it to seven. If y'all push it to seven, y'all not winning a game seven in New York. I I doubt that. But I guarantee I can. Not in November. Yeah, I can (laughs) definitely see y'all going six. And then if it's going six, a game six in Atlanta against the Yankees. It's going to be a packed crowd. It's going to be crazy. The atmosphere is going to be crazy up here in Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta can probably squeeze that out and to force a game seven. But if y'all play Houston, it's not going more than five. Verlander, Garrett Cole, Grinky, all of that is. And Grinky knows the Braves inside out. Like, these are players who, who, who constantly played the Braves and know about this. So, like, yeah, you had to play Grinky. They had to play Grinky all the time, and he used to dominate them. I mean, for <clears throat> for me, I feel like the Braves, last year it was that we were a step ahead. We weren't supposed to make the playoffs, and then we did. So nobody expected us to win the playoffs. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we was picked to finish third, though, right. in the division. Right. I'm saying, like, even last year, nobody expected us to make the playoffs. I know, I did. So the fact that we made the playoffs had us a year ahead of schedule. So I feel like, again, this year... We're still a year ahead of schedule. Like, we should... This year should be the year we should be making the playoffs, getting our feet wet. So, that being said, I feel like this would be the year we probably um, make it to the World Series and probably lose to either... I'm probably... I'm saying the Astros, because I just don't see the Yankees getting past that pitching. And I don't see us getting past that pitching. I think... The fact that us being there, winning our first playoff series since 2001, it would be a lot to ask our young hitters to go to the World Series and beat Justin and Verlander, beat Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke in consecutive games. Like that's that's a tough task. I don't see I don't see that happening with a lot of teams, really, especially just our young team. I, we have the talent, but I don't know. I don't. That's a tall order. And, the, and the, but, the, that's, that's why the Twins and the Yankees, the only teams I feel that could possibly upset them because their bats are so potent. You know, the Twins have the best lineup in history, MLB history. And I, that says a lot. 
Yeah. That says a lot. For a team that I didn't expect to be like this. I, mean, I expected the Twins to be competitive because, you know, they've been competitive for, like, the past several seasons now. But I didn't think they was going to have a type of season like this. I mean, even, but I don't give the Twins the big of, that big of a chance because they don't have that much pitching. Because even with all of that hitting they have, they still a third seed in the playoffs. I don't have faith in the Twins. I think the Indians going to catch them. But that's, they still uh, got four. They only four games ahead, though. Right, like I don't, I don't have that much faith in them. But that's it. Both of them gonna make the playoffs. Right, I feel like wild card. Whoever, both of those teams are gonna lose to the um, Astros, Astros and Yankees anyway. So, but for for the uh, the Dodgers, I feel like everything is going wrong for them at the wrong time. Like there's, they've been one of those teams that pride themselves on closing pitching. And um, Kenley Jansen has looked like trash this entire season, especially this last month. So I feel like that would be our window for success. And <clears throat> Alex Anthopoulos has not gotten a lot of the credit that he deserves at all. Because this offseason, he made a lot of great moves. He made the uh, pickup for Josh Donaldson, who has looked like an MVP at stretches this season, who has definitely um, been, been a all-star. big contributor to our team. Definitely should have been an all-star. Um, Matt Joyce was a good pickup. He's Came like, on solid he, second half of the season. Definitely. He was supposed to be just a um, reserve player for us, but then when Nick Markakis and Ender Enciarte got hurt, he had to step in and be a, a big contributor. And we've only lost 12 games since he started. And we've won like 30 so, I mean, I feel like those type of moves have been good. He's made good bullpen moves, bullpen. like, in the uh, preseason and in the, um, at the trade deadline. We got a, we got rid of starting pitchers who weren't it, and we, got, we brought up starting pitchers who were it. We've gotten our young pitchers to start pitching like they know how they can pitch. And Mike Fultonevich came back and started pitching like the all-star he was last year. So, I mean... Eight and one? Right. Since his return? So, I feel like all of that together is a nucleus for me to finally say that I think that the Braves can beat the Dodgers and go to the World Series this year. I feel like it'll be one of those times where Clayton Kershaw... We'll have to push it to a Game 7... And Clayton Kershaw's hands will get too sweaty. And I think that we'll find a way to uh, squeak it out in L.A. We got to find it. We have to. We're going to have to steal a game in L.A. I think we'll steal game seven in think, L.A. I don't think that's hard as all, hard, hard at all. And I don't think that yeah, the Dodgers pe- are going seven. People don't go, like L.A. is not that. L.A. is not that big sports town that everybody thinks it is like. Even with the Rams, like they went to the Super Bowl last year, and their games don't sell it's, out. It's this so year. it's so much to do like, in Los Angeles. Right. Like sports is the biggest game. thing in Los Angeles, and it's gonna be in November. You can go to a Clippers game. You can go to a Lakers game. Nobody is talking about the fact that it is a three-hour time difference. I've made that. Yeah. That uh, I've had to. Um, I understand that, with, but with, but it's gonna be playoffs, so it's, yeah. there's gonna be a travel schedule, yeah. and it's gonna be game one of that series. So we're more than likely gonna get there 
two or three days before the series starts. Yeah. So I don't feel like that would For make us to get adjusted to the time schedule. We would have to um, uh, wrap up the first round series. I don't. Early. I don't feel like the time schedule would be much of a difference. But you talking about a whole bunch of rich people. You don't think they spend a lot of their time already in California? When but they I feel like that's also. That's also why they changed the playoff format. It doesn't start right after each other. Like, yeah. there's at least three or four days for that reason. I don't. I don't feel like that would be much. Yeah, of I don't it. feel like that would make that much. It it wouldn't make as much of a difference in the playoffs as it would in the regular season. I put it that way. It'll make some difference, but not as much. But I mean, if that's the case, they'll have that same problem when they come here. So, and I do, cares? I do not see that series going seven. I definitely see the Braves winning that in six. Nah, five, five, six. I would say, nah. I feel like Walker Bueller and um, Kenjin <coughs> uh, Ryu. I'm gonna give them more respect for to say that it'll push it to seven. And yeah. I really just because I feel like we've proven that we can play with them. In the regular season, yeah, people say it's the regular season, but yes, those you don't play a hundred games just because, right? Like some games have to matter. Yeah, like you have to, you have to have some important games, and that was I feel like that was a very important series. So people kill me with those regular season games don't matter in all sports. Like it matters in all sports, no matter if it's football. If it's 16 games, so if you go out in week one and you look like trash and you play horrible and someone says, oh, it's just week one, that game is matter. Week one game is going to matter at week 10 when you a game behind someone for a wild right. card spot or you a game behind someone for a playoff bye. That stuff matters. That's why you go out every day and you make uh, make it your last. NBA, they say the games are 82 seasons. It's 82 games is too long. Some of those games matter. Those Christmas games, those games you play on someone that you know is going to be a playoff team matters because you got to fill it out for the postseason. Exactly. Baseball. Smart. Exactly. Baseball. You play the same team a billion times to get a feel for when you play them in the playoffs. You already know how these pitchers operate. You know how the team operates. You know the coaching, how they operate on the bases. You know all of this. Regular season matters. So when people be like, that stuff don't matter, I guarantee when they go in the locker room or the dugout or anything, they sit in there saying, remember when we played this team in the regular season, this is what they did, da-da-da. We scouted them in the regular season, this is what they do, da-da-da. If that none of that matters, we shouldn't have a regular season. We should just pick the best teams that we think and just have them go out and, go out there and play in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. right. That's, see, that baseball is just like any other sport. Rhythm, once you, It's all about getting in the rhythm. Even though the Braves have already uh, wrapped up the division, um, and pretty much wrapped up the second uh, place spot. They still playing these games now because uh, you want to be in a certain rhythm going into the playoffs. That's why Aaron Boone just got ejected from the game today exactly. because Stanton is trying to get into his groove. He's been gone for a long time. He's trying to get back into his groove. Exactly. Umpire over here cheating him on the calls, messing him up. That stuff matters because you want your best players, even though your team has been playing without him, you want him to be comfortable going into the playoffs feeling comfortable in his swing feeling comfortable getting back into the rhythm of everything because you want everybody at their peak rolling into the playoffs you don't want nobody stumbling into the playoffs even though like i said the yankees have been doing well without judge and Stan. who wouldn't want Stan and judge to be at 100 going into the playoffs even though your team has been playing well you know how you know how good them two alone makes the team already when they're playing at a higher level that makes them not even two times good. That makes them three times as good as they already are 
where you have those two players playing at a at a high level because both of those players are MVP levels. Right. You know, it matters. Yep. Any last thoughts on baseball? Didn't play us. So just for clarification, I have the um the Dodgers beating the Nationals in that first round because I have the Nationals winning the wild card game. Um, I have the Braves beating the Cardinals, and then I have the Braves beating the Dodgers in seven games in the NLCS. I have the Astros beating the Twins in the wild card, I mean, in the first round. I have the Yankees beating the, uh, who else? Who's, who's the other team? The twin, I mean the uh, Indians. Indians. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Astros beating the Yankees in six games. And I have the Astros beating the Braves in the World Series. And I say, I say six. Um, I'm going to go uh, Houston over the Yankees in the ALCS. Um, the Braves over the Dodgers in the NL pennant, and um, Braves over uh, Astros in seven. Oh, you going big? Hey man, gotta I go got big on gotta big. go big. I got Yankees beating Houston in like seven Houston, games. <laughs> I got Yankees beating Houston in seven games. I have the Braves beating the Dodgers in six games. Although, do not be surprised. If the Nationals upset the Dodgers, I'm not. I'm not. I can see that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna sit here and and make it a clear cut thing that the Braves are gonna play the Dodgers. But if the Nationals click on the right cylinders, they will beat the Dodgers. They have. They have the pitching to do it. Yeah. Of course, they got like the best pitching in the league. Is if they can go seven innings, really. They just got to make it seven innings. Gotta make and they that. need their bullpen to step up. Which, to me, is not impossible for them, watching them play this year. So, if we come back and the Braves are playing the Nationals, I'm still going with the Braves, and that especially because they're in the same division. The Braves have been watching their division all year. Right. But we won't be surprised that the Dodgers got upset. I'm not going to sit here and, right. and say, oh, the Dodgers is, is a whole upset. Nah, because the Nationals is a really good team. Even without Bryce Harper, they showed a lot of promise at this year. Um, but with that said, I'm still going to go with the Dodgers. And I got the Braves beating them in six. And then we're going to have a great time with the Yankees and Braves World Series. And my Yankees are going to win the World Series for the first time in almost 10 years. And six games six games over the Braves. We're going to win here in Atlanta so I can be home. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. And welcome back. 
and for this segment, we're going to talk about regular season awards. Um, I think this year is really, really wide open for MVP. Like last year, it was kind of wide open, but it kind of presented itself at the end that Yelich was going to win it, especially since he was fighting for the Triple Crown. I think it can kind of be the same way this year, but I don't know. I feel like Roy would have to steal it this year, kind of like how Yelich stole it last year. Um, The only way I can see him stealing it is by getting um, three more steals to get 40-40 on this season, 40 home runs, 40 steals. Um, He would be the fifth person to do it, the youngest person to do it. Um, And I feel like that would be enough of a historical significance, plus the numbers that he has. I feel like that would be the only way he could kind of steal it from Bellinger, who's really held it most of the season, but he hasn't really run away with it at the end of the season and has left room for interpretation especially since Yelich got hurt not too long ago. So what do you guys think? Um, I feel like, like you said, the, the postseason race is still up uh, for grabs at this point. It's still, um, uh, I still think Rendon from um, Washington got a shot. I think, uh, like you said, Roy, um, yeah, with Yelich getting hurt, I think that pretty much knocks him out, but, um, um, right now, for me, Bellinger is the front runner. He just got the he got the home run numbers, but um, we're gonna see in this last week. Um, it's still a lot of teams that still got positions to play for. So, of course, with that being said, they're gonna um, still play hard, and uh, they're leaders of those teams, i.e., the Nationals. Um, they they're being led by the the MVP front runner. I mean, by their MVP front runner. So, yeah. But with that being said, I'm going to have to go with uh, Bellinger. Just because uh, Acuna is just, he doesn't steal enough bases. He doesn't have the, RI, the RBI numbers. So, he has to steal more bases. Roy? Yeah. He only has Don less um, RBIs than Bellinger. Mm, I don't think that he has enough time to catch him. There's only like a week left in the season. Um. I'm going to go with Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger been the top-notch name all season, all year. He's been producing. He's been coming up big for his team, and he also has the home runs. Um, I won't say Count Yelich out. For one, he did win the MVP last year, then turn around with another bounce-back MVP year. Yeah, he did get hurt, but it's been many cases where an individual got hurt, played enough games, got enough name, got enough recognition, got enough accolades to get that nod of MVP again. So would I be, and especially if the Brewers get into the playoffs right now um, and Yelich ends the season strong, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins back-to-back MVPs, but Bellinger has been consistent literally all season, and you don't even have to watch baseball to understand that he's been producing all season. Um, and Ronald Acuna, he's 22 years old and he won rookie he's 21. of the year. He's 21, mm-hmm. which is even. He'll be 22 in December, which is even more crazy. Um, okay, shout out December babies. Mm-hmm. But um, he won rookie of the year last year. 
he bounced back this year and um actually outperformed his year last year going way above what anybody expected from him like instantly winning uh, a contract in his first year so if he gets these three steals and ends the year with 40 40 and the Braves go to the playoffs which they already clinched the division um I'm gonna say it's gonna be very hard not to give it to him because of you know, the year that he had but Bellinger will have a lot to say about that I wouldn't be upset if Bellinger wins but I would say for his for Roy his age his team and what he's accomplished so fast I I definitely would feel like he should be the MVP and every day de- if we're going by true definition of most valuable player I would have to go with Acuna he has been the most valuable to a good team but um I think they're gonna have to give it to I think they're gonna end up giving it to uh Bellinger only because he's he got more home runs right now right I I feel like for that reason I was gonna say you could throw Freddie into the discussion but I feel like his home run numbers aren't close enough to right. get him in there and his batting average is kind of taking a dip this last month it's not too far off but it's not like up there with everybody else like he he would need something historic like Roy to get him up there I feel like yeah it's really just between Bellinger and Roy at this point like the only I feel like it's really the only way he can steal the MVP is if he has that historic um thing to add to his resume for this season but I mean, he he is leading the league in so much. He's leading the league in uh, stolen bases. In he's not leading in RBIs, but he's close. He's leading in um, runs scored. Um, he's also the first Braves player since um, nineteen. I think they said nineteen ninety five to lead the league in runs scored in like as the um, leadoff batter like that's very impressive because we've had a lot of like leadoff batters who could get on base and we've had people who could drive those people in but the fact that he can score that many runs consistently night in and night out that's something that you can depend on as the um as a leadoff hitter like knowing he's gonna come in and set the tone from the the very first pitch every game that's something that a manager can look forward to. I feel like our season turned around once we put him at the leadoff spot because, um, like, yeah, it. you would want someone like him to be um, the number four hitter because he can drive in so many runs so many different ways. But I feel like that comfort level that he has at that leadoff position is something you can't replace when you scribble him into the lineup. Like, you know for a fact that he's coming in searching for that pitch to just crush. And if they don't give it to him, he's going to be patient enough to draw out a walk or to get something that he can flare over the infield and get on base and to steal or to make it a double, which I feel like that's something that has been... That right there has been extra valuable, which could add to his resume. But all that being said, I I, I will pick Bellinger un, 
unless he gets these three steals. But for one, I for another offseason award that I don't think a Brave can steal from somebody is Rookie of the Year. Um, I think Pete Alonzo pretty much has that wrapped up in the bag. Like 50 home runs as a rookie is something you can't beat. Like Mike Soroka was competitive for most of the season because he's been pitching great. He went to the All-Star game. But um, I don't know. I, I just don't see him catching up with 50 home 50 home runs. What do y'all think? I second that. It's, it's going to be hard to top 50 home runs. Once you hit 50 home runs as a rookie, if you're not using steroids, you're going to be something to watch out. You're going to be something vicious coming in the future. So. Yeah, I don't think um, anybody else can really challenge that. With 50 home runs as a rookie, that means um, unless the, the uh, unless a pitcher has a no-hitter on their resume, it, it would still even then be hard to give it to them. Else. So, yeah. I, I think I think Pete Alonso got that one wrapped up. Yeah, I think. Um, does anybody back to MVP race? Does anybody see uh, Mike Trout losing since he got hurt? No, nah, he's the best player in the world, and they're gonna remember that. And even though his team doesn't show show it, he's still the most valuable player. Because if you take the Angels off, if you take him off the Angels. They're probably 50 wins short of what they already have. Right. And at the end of the day, he's the best player in baseball. And it's kind of hard to look past it, you know. Mike, and in my opinion, Mike Trout needs to ask for a trade or he needs to. Nobody's taking that contract. No one's taking that contract, but you should. He's the best player and he's been the best player for a while now. And he's still in his mid-20s. So why not take that? If you're going to take a John Carlos Stanton contract or anybody else contract, why wouldn't you take a Mike Trout or a Bryce Harper contract? Why wouldn't you take a Mike Trout? Too much. It costs too much, but do you want to win? Is yeah. the question. Now, the Yankees get it. Wanting to win and being able to win. Now, the Yankees good. can but definitely it, pull off a, a move for Mike Trout. They could. They could. Baseball and is I a feel cap-free like, sport. So. Yeah, yeah, so. If you got some money, you can pay for it. And there's but a lot of teams with money. It yeah. wouldn't be. It would have to be somebody in a big market, like the, uh, the Astros, the Yankees, or... Um, now, granted, I'm a Yankees fan. Somebody in Cali. I'm a Yankees fan, and I would love for us to get Mike Trout, but a regular baseball fan, worst nightmare is for him to end up on the Yankees or the Astros. He gonna, I really have a uh, feeling he's going to end up with the Yankees at some point in his career. I do. a lot of superstars I, that go there. Yeah, he's the best player in the world. He hasn't have any – he don't have a legacy to prove it besides his accolades in the regular season. Um, I feel like the Yankees would be a great move. No, I don't, I don't see Mike Trout leaving – they, they would be the own. They would be somebody that could pay him, and then they, you. Yeah, I don't, pretty much. It's a solid chance for them to be in the uh, push for the. Um, I was gonna say Super Bowl, but the World Series every year. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But I just don't see that happening. Granted, yeah, the Yankees are really the only team I can see pulling that off. But I don't see him wanting to leave. He has a no trade clause, so they can't just trade him anywhere. So I feel like. I feel like he's one of those people that's just content with being the face of that franchise forever. I don't think he really cares about winning because baseball isn't one of those sports where you look at if you win or not. It's like, what are you doing? It doesn't matter because you can win and not because say the Yankees win this World Series, but John Carlos Stanton looks like trash. People are still going to boo him next year. 
even with the World Series. So I don't feel like I feel like your numbers are more important than your rings. Yeah. Like people's but name like, the greats. Like when you talk about the greats. Barry Bonds, nobody cares that he doesn't have a World Series. I mean, I was also not in the Hall of Fame because oh he did. only because of steroids. Let's only, be crystal yeah, clear. Only because of steroids. He was a Hall of Famer before steroids. steroids. Exactly. Yeah. Okay but, then. So my point is So was A Rod, but nobody let him live it down. But my point I, is that rings doesn't define his legacy. It, steroids defines his legacy. If we're being real about it. For Barry Bonds? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I hey, agree. Rod, he's not going to get in the Hall of Fame initially hey, hey, either. Oh, about to he say. He should eventually, but... A-Rod definitely is... He's even, a Hall of Famer. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's by his numbers, but... You know. He but, played in that steroid era, so they're going to they gonna keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Like, I, I don't understand that, but this is not like steroids. Like, you inject steroids and you magically become yeah, a better player. You're already good. You right. just get somewhat extra good. It allows so I guess. your body to rehab much quicker. That's yeah. really... I don't. I think people should look past that because right. A. Rod, at the end of the day, is a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Mark McGuire, no. Like people who specifically used it to cheat to make themselves a better player, like to make themselves a legend type player, shouldn't get in. But if you already know an individual is a Hall of Famer before the steroids, if you already see that his stuff didn't increase that much after the steroids, you shouldn't hold that against him. But that's kind of falling off falling off topic but when it goes back to Mike Trout I don't know for Mike Trout to be that that good he could he could be literally looked at as one of the greatest players of all time and I he feel probably, like he's he, already the greatest he, player of all time that's no that's, that's I mean I'm it's saying crazy. it's crazy I'm saying in the media's eyes he's already the, not because in and, my eyes and, and we all know the media is a bunch of pansies right, right now the, me, the media does everything for a story I don't really think they believe that they just it's just nice right now it's the new shiny toy right now so Mike Trout's still new and everybody you know all of a sudden forgot about Babe Ruth Hank Aaron Derek Jeter done, you know a whole bunch uh-huh. of other players but so it's like Mike Trout could be but all he need is one all he need is one. Mike Trout is too good of a player to end his career with no rings at all. I don't think. And your loyalty to a city that has no loyalty around to you, meaning, when I say that, meaning, sees your potential, see how much they invest in you, see how much you mean to the game, and they don't want to go out their way to put pieces around you for you to even sniff the playoffs, that's a slap in your face. Because if they know what they have in you, they should do as much as they can to put the pieces around you to make yourself and put and put yourself in the position to win. That's why LeBron left Cleveland. You know, that's why KD left Oklahoma City. If, if your team don't put you in the right position for you to succeed and they know what type of individual and player you are, you as a as a man and, and, and me personally as a, a player will want to get away from that. I don't know. I just don't. I I still just don't see him leaving. But um, back to the awards. Um, no, nobody's gonna it, beat Mike Trout in that. Race. Well, yeah. But um, for the NL, um, what is it? Manager of the year. Does anybody see anybody other than uh, Milwaukee's manager making it? Other, I mean, like if they make the playoff. Nah, because he did a lot after Yelich went down. A lot of injuries played their season. They definitely didn't have the season they had last year, but for them to still maintain relevancy right now shows a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if the Braves manager won. Uh, 
Mm, I feel like it would be more so GM of the year if we got anything like that. Because we won it last year. And we, I mean, yeah, we won more games, but I don't know. Maybe he could win it again. For you to win coach of the year, manager of the year last year, and then for you to even come back and your team succeed more than what they did last year. Again, I mean, the odds of somebody winning manager of the year twice in a row are a slim. This is yeah, it's kind of like most improved for managers, basically. Yeah, but then if that's the case, well, that means it wouldn't be the same for the Brewers because they was already in the playoffs last year. But I guess you could say he he did a better job this year because his team had more adversity this year than last year. Right, and for him to still maintain the shit with his guys and get them to the position that they were without their best player and MVP player. Right. It shows a lot of his skills. So, I can definitely get that. Yeah. So, Aaron Boone's a lock for... Uh, uh, duh! AL. Duh! He, the Yankees clinched the division for the first time since 2012. Like, you know... Oh! And, and my... Oh! Finally, that stat makes its way out. I was waiting. I was waiting to the... Okay. And also, like, he, he showed a lot to me this year because... I'm not going to lie. I know he played with the Yankees. I know he won a World Series with the Yankees. But him, I remember Boom being a little, you know, nerdy kid on baseball. And like, you know, I remember him. And when we hired him, I was like, I know he got Yankee background, Yankee tradition. But is he going to be a tough enough dude to handle New York? Like, handle New York. I'm not talking about just be a role player on the team. I'm talking about actually be the manager of the ball club. And last year, last year was kind of iffy. I was like, I don't know if this guy is it. I don't know if he's the right choice. But this year, he he proved a lot. He showed a lot. And for him also, like the Brewers uh, manager, for him to keep the ship afloat with so much pressure. Because you know the Yankees come with pressure even if we know they're not making the playoffs. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) even if we know their team not good, he still got pressure. So, for him to ride the ship with a whole bunch of players that wasn't his stars and players that they wasn't investing 140 million plus in for them to win the division not make a wild card for them to win the division top the red Sox, be on everything yes he i don't see how you cannot give it to him makes sense um other than ozzy who should get there who should get a gold glove this year? Because Ozzy definitely deserves one. He Royce. deserved one last year. Yeah, Roy. Had a, uh, I think JD um, should get one. Yeah. Um, I feel like Roy would have gotten one. He made some great plays this year. And I honestly can't think of any Dansby center got fielder. One if he hadn't been hurt. Yeah, Dansby definitely would have got one if he wouldn't have been hurt. Yeah, not having I can't as think many of... as y'all had last year, though. I think we only had four last year. I thought we had like right. six, seven. Y'all had Didn't a whole poster, right? No, that was just, uh, that was uh, all, the all of the awards. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Freddie will get one. Ozzy should get one. Um, Josh should get one. I don't. I don't know about Roy. I. I can't think of any center fielders off the top of my head in the um. In the NL, and Ender won it back to back years, so I mean it's possible, but I don't know. He, he's made some good plays, but he's not consistent enough. 
and he moves around so much. But the Gold Glove, that debate is really opinionated with the kind of with the reporters and the media like they really yeah they really go after the people they feel are their favorite players or who they like to watch the most it's not all the time the most deserving player because i've seen in some cases a player that i feel who's been a monster in the infield or the outfield don't get it but you see a top name that you usually see in all-star games and commercials and stuff get it because they need to keep that up like media's I'm the media has their favorites, you know. And one thing we do on this podcast, we have our favorites, but we try our best not to make it as biased as possible. And one big biggest thing I have with the media now is a lot of bias going around and a lot of favoritism. You know, there's a lot of politics going on. A lot of these players get close to media personality so that they can get a vote. Right. So you never know the ins and outs of what's going on. So you can say who's deserving, but for something like that, you just gotta wait and see. Some of the games that were just plain, just obvious, like the MVPs, rookie of the years, manager of the years. Some of those are just obvious. But when it comes to Gold Gloves, that's the most selective thing about baseball. Makes sense. Yep. Well, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. Not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, <clears throat> Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. And make sure you follow me, Kevin, at Shine Kevo on Instagram. And also follow my music page at Vice City underscore Kevo. Be sure to check out my single Cautious on all music platforms. Tidal, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Prime, whatever you decide to use. Make sure you check that out. Run it up. Also, make sure you check out my song, Sell Thoughts, on SoundCloud. You can check that out at Vice City, V-I-C-E. E C I T Y dash Kevo. Go ahead and check that out for me. Yes, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Make sure you spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about Not Another Sports Podcast. Definitely. We're trying to go global with this. We're trying to make trying to make a lot out of this. Three homies trying to talk about sports with a lot of knowledge. Get this off the ground. And if you want to get you want to be a special guest on an episode, hit us on Twitter. N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Stay tuned for polls and discussions. We're trying to keep all fans involved. And y'all all y'all all are a part of this as well. And thank you for the support. Yeah. Yeah. Go Gators. Roll, Roll time. time. <laughs>